Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I know you'll be alright Even when times get hard And you feel like you're in the dark You will see Just how beautiful life can be When you soften your heart you can finally start to live your truthiest life. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Truthiest Life. I want to welcome you to Lisa Lately. This is a new series where I'm taking things off of my mind and I'm planting them directly into yours. A lot of things can happen in a day or a week or a month for me. I have really deep, juicy conversations with friends. I have really introspective thoughts, some of them that are kind of life-changing. I try products that are awesome. I have experiences that I grow through. And not all this good stuff gets mentioned or brought online. And a lot of it's getting lost along the way. So I created Lisa Lately, which is a little snippet into the things I forget to share that I think are actually worth sharing. I hope that everything I share on this series helps you live healthier and happier lives in both the shallow and deep capacities as I share some really fun, cool things and some really deep, meaningful things. Thanks for being here. And if you like this series, I'd love to hear your feedback on Instagram over at The Truthiest Life or feel free to leave a review on Apple iTunes and rate the podcast. That's how you show your love and support for this platform that I'm so grateful to have and share with you each week. Thanks for being here. Let's jump in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Truthiest Life and our second ever Lisa Lately. I'm pumped about this series. It feels really good. And I love the feedback that I got from the last time. Since then, I've created a little note section in my phone where I call it Lisa Lately. And every time I try a new product or I try a new food or I have a good conversation with a friend or I just have a thought that I don't share to Instagram, I just jot it down. And then preparing to do this episode, I take a good look at that list and I think about what's going to be the most useful and usable for you to hear 
today. So I hope that these episodes feel like ear candy, just delightful little treats for your brain to chew on that hopefully carry you into the next week. For today, I've organized our theme into the idea of some things. So I'm going to share some things that I'm loving, some things that I'm working on, things that I'm excited about, etc. Let's kick off today with some of the things that I'm loving. Three products come to mind that have drastically improved my life and just have me really jazzed about living. The first one is called Fabulish. So I've been talking about Fabulish for years, but recently their products got a glow up in their packaging and I think they also improved the consistency. So Fabulish, what is Fabulish? Fabulish are plant-based dips, dressings, marinades, whatever you kind of want to use them for. And they're actually made from chickpeas. You don't taste chickpeas at all, but it really gives a creaminess that not a lot of companies have figured out yet. The plant-based space is super congested and competitive. Like we know that there's a million ice creams, cookies, nut milks to choose from. But in the dips and sauces and dressing space, there really isn't a lot because it requires culinary skill that not a lot of people have been able to crack the code on. So when making something like a sauce or a marinade or a dressing, they separate, right? And nobody wants a, a separated product. So figuring out that exact consistency and using really great ingredients is really hard to do. Oh, and make it taste delicious, of course. And I really haven't found a lot of products that have done it and that really stand out. Fabulish is a female-founded company, and their dips, or whatever you want to call them, are just incredible. The ranch and tzatziki, I can't even keep in my kitchen for more than a few days. I fly through this stuff. I put it on salmon, tofu, salads, crudite. Like, it just makes everything infinitely better, and for whatever reason, I don't get sick of it at all. They also have a queso and a faba dip. The queso, to be honest, I do feel like other brands have made a better queso, but the faba dip is really, really good, and I don't even know how to begin explaining that flavor. They're expensive. They come in these glass jars, but I do order directly online through their bundle offer, so that's the best way to save and save on shipping as well. I looked on their website as well, and they do have a 20% discount when you sign up for their newsletter. So if you're interested in this stuff, be sure to go to fabulish.com specifically and take advantage of that. I promise you, I won't let you down. This product is incredible, and I'm absolutely obsessed with it. Next thing I'm loving is Harmless Harvest Coconut Water. So I am really careful about endorsing single-use plastic. I'm not the most sustainable person. I'm not going to pretend like everything I do is out of plastic. But when it comes to like giving a recommendation and knowing that people might buy what I'm going to suggest, I really do care about the environment. And I like to be mindful of that. Harmless Harvest Coconut Water does come in plastic, but it is really giving me so much joy. And I think if we're thoughtful about our plastic use consumption, we can include plastic, it's inevitable, into our lives, but be mindful of when and how much. Uh, So harmless harvest coconut water, right? Like coconut water is not a new product, but I'm loving it. In my breastfeeding journey, I'm extra thirsty. And this stuff is just quenching the thirst, providing me with so much nutrients, so much happiness, and so much satisfaction. There was a time in my life when I didn't have such an effortless relationship to coconut water. And that might sound ridiculous to some of you because coconut water is a quote unquote health food found in health food stores. But I was so super controlling of my sugar intake, even naturally occurring sugars, that when I wanted coconut water, I would deprive myself thinking that it's a waste of the sugar or the calories, right? 
It's so nice to be able to enjoy something without adding up the grams of sugar by recognizing that it's super satisfying and worth it for me. And knowing that those sugar grams provide me with energy, with satisfaction, and also come with so many amazing nutrients. Now I'm adding all of this in because perhaps you have some sort of an iffy relationship with juice or coconut water specifically. We have to talk about what is going to satisfy us. I'm a huge proponent of what I call the satisfactor in my online programs, which is really thinking about what do I need in this moment and allowing ourselves to have that. At this point, it's not permission, it's just coconut water. But in the beginning, we have to really break through some of those barriers. So I just wanted to call out Harmless Harvest for really being the goat, the greatest of all time right now in my life, really just shows up as like a sweet, delicious glass of something after my lunch. And I feel really, really, really good about it. The next product or company that I'm going to call out is Task Performance. That's Task, T-A-S-C, not K. I had a partnership with them for Instagram. That's actually how I found the company. They reached out to me and said, hey, we're a sustainable, good for you athleisure wear company, meaning they make active wear and um, we want to work with you. So I checked out their stuff and they really stood out to me. We do not think about the healthiness of our clothing. Some of you are probably like, huh? What do you mean the healthiness of my clothing? Maybe some of you remember I did something called the Undie Edit last year where I reviewed underwear and I looked at everything from what fabrics the companies were using, the healthiness of them to what they felt like on my body. So when we talk about the healthiness of a piece of clothing, it might feel really abstract and unnecessary, but I do think that this is something we're going to be thinking about and hearing about more and more. Just like food has a nutrition label, a piece of clothing has a fabric label. And depending on what's used can vary. There are petrochemicals and plastics woven to a lot of our fabrics for things like SPF protection or um, wicking moisture, especially in the active wear department. Now, we have to realize that our skin is an organ and what goes on our skin seeps into our body. Therefore, it's not just putting it on our body. What we put on our body goes in our body. We don't need to get carried away with this stuff and throw out everything that we have that isn't, you know, the best for us. But I think it's a nice conversation to be thinking about in our mind about what fabrics are being used, how are they impacting our body, and how are they impacting the planet as well. So this company uses organic cotton and bamboo. And what I love is not just that those are safe for the body and good for the planet, but they also provide really comfortable fabrics. For me, when it comes to athleisure, things that we're going to work out in, comfort is key. I need softness. I need it to fit exactly right. And I'm not going to sacrifice those things. So Task went ahead and created an entire company based off this premise that we shouldn't have to wear plastic in order to exercise. And I think that really stands out as a company. I don't know any other that are doing it. I found out that my discount code for them also will work through March. So if you are interested, take advantage of that. My favorite product was a pair of leggings of theirs. It's called the Always Crop Pocket Legging. It crops at the perfect place on your calf. The waist comes up to that perfect, comfortable place. And then my favorite, it's got a pocket on the side that's really nice and concealed so it doesn't bulge, but it's big enough to hold anything from your cell phone to the baby monitor that I'm carrying around all day. And of course, snacks. So yeah, trust me, you will love this pair of leggings, but they've also got some other stuff. So check them out and I'll put all that information below. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast growing health and wellness industry. 
With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Next topic, I'm going to share something that I'm excited about. I'm really excited about something that I'm seeing happening online, and it's the conversation in wellness in relationship to alcohol consumption right now. If you know me, I am very mindful about how I talk about alcohol, how I use alcohol, and how I present alcohol online. I think that it's a totally normalized, unhealthy in some cases, thing that deserves a caution every time we use it. I think that in our culture, we, you know, drink when we have a bad day, drink when we're stressed out. And there's a lot to really unpack there that regardless of your history of substance abuse or familial genetics with substance abuse, I think we should all take a big step back and really look at alcohol with some caution. I do have a family member with substance abuse in my life, and therefore I have seen the very dangerous effects of it firsthand since I was very young and still now. That being said, I think everybody can become more mindful about their alcohol consumption. I grew up in a generation where we were not very mindful about it. In college, it was very normal to binge and black out and not even think twice about that and do it a few times a week. It scares me that I did those things to my body and I feel very lucky that I didn't form an addiction despite the genetics that I do have. Nonetheless, as I've gotten older, I've become really conscious about my own personal use of alcohol and shifted to create a new relationship to it. So I love the taste of wine. I don't like any other alcohol. You will not find me drinking tequila or vodka or cocktails at all. But wine really can add to an experience for me. It can amplify the taste of a meal. It can help me connect with somebody. It can it can be a way to relax. But I'm also very aware that it can do the opposite. And at the end of the day, how it works on my body is as a depressant. And I'm always thinking about my mental health more than anything. So I do have really strong boundaries around alcohol. And as I've gotten older and things have shifted, it's 
not in my life in the same way at all. And I'm, I'm very thoughtful about when I'm going to consume it. So what I'm seeing online is that people are having this conversation. They're sharing that they're making mindful and conscious decisions around when to drink and when not to drink. And we're starting to really separate that alcohol doesn't have to be so black and white. But I do want to really caution another thing that I'm seeing, which is a lot of people not drinking anymore. And while that is a wonderful thing that I think, you know, can definitely be good for our health, the all or nothing mentality when it comes to this stuff can backfire. Meaning we can go a really long time without alcohol, feel really good, not be hungover, really love how vibrant we're feeling, and then decide we want to have one one day, feel like we blew it, throw in the towel before we know it, we're drinking, you know, every day, every night, or when we are drinking, we're drinking a lot. So for anybody that does want to remove alcohol from their life, I do caution that all or nothing mentality, as well as hard rules that don't consider you. What do I mean by that? By that, I mean, a great rule in theory is I'm only going to drink on the weekends. However, similar to a diet that can kind of create a mentality where you feel really restricted during the week. And then therefore on the weekends, you find yourself cramming in those drinks because you don't get to have them during the week, or you're not consulting with yourself on the weekend because it's checked it's my time to have a drink. We should always check in with ourselves and say, okay, what's going on? Why do I want to drink? If there are any negative feelings happening in your body and your mind, if you're trying to run from anything, if you're feeling any sort of stress, then it's probably not the time to have a drink. If it's to amplify a meal, to celebrate, to mark an occasion, I think alcohol can be part of that type of situation. But really anchoring with yourself, being honest with yourself, I think is a much more sustainable way to form and foster a healthy relationship to alcohol if you are looking to make healthy change about alcohol in your life. So I hope that that makes sense. I love that the conversation is happening online. I love that people are making drastic change. I love that people are thinking twice before uh, just pouring a drink, but we do need to caution that all or nothing mentality and how it can sometimes backfire. I just want to also add that this is kind of like mindful drinking, really asking yourself, why do I want to drink? How much do I want to drink? And keeping in mind that if you do decide to drink, you can continue and should continue to check in with yourself and say, okay, do I want more? Why do I want more? And ask yourself, am I actually enjoying it? Or is this actually taking away from the experience in some way? I have found that when I'm not restrictive with food or alcohol in the same way, things really change. When I can have the ice cream, I am able to taste the ice cream. I'm able to notice, wow, this is really delicious. I want more, or this is delicious and I'm satisfied by it. Or sometimes this actually doesn't taste good at all. And the same exact thing actually happens with alcohol. Okay, this actually isn't amplifying the food the way I thought, or the taste really isn't exactly what I like in a glass of wine. And it's really interesting to kind of see that shift, what happens inside when you allow yourself into the conversation rather than using alcohol to kind of numb and carry you farther from yourself. I don't know if that makes sense, but for me, alcohol can really help me kind of relax and think things through sometimes, but in other situations, it can kind of pull me farther from my body. So it's really about continuing to check in with yourselves and taking note about what feels good. 
All right, the next thing that I'm working on is this idea that I don't need to be Mrs. Fix-It. I don't need to problem solve things I know nothing about. So when a friend or a loved one or a family member has a problem, I've started to note that my gut reaction, I have this knee-jerk reaction to jump in immediately and come up with the solution to the problem. Now, what I've realized is that sometimes I do this when I know nothing about what the person is going through and I haven't actually experienced it myself. But for some reason, I've been trained or conditioned or maybe it's just a habit to just jump in and want to take their pain away. It's taken a little bit of time and thinking to really notice that I do this first of all and then realize why do I want to do it. And now that I'm in touch with the softer part, the why, I don't like seeing my family, my friends, my loved ones be in pain. I want to take that away from them. I've also realized that by jumping in, by being this Mrs. Fix-It, I'm not necessarily taking away their pain, but rather inserting myself in a way that might not actually be the most helpful. I don't want to go so far as to say that I notice I feel triggered when somebody else is in pain or has a problem, but I definitely do feel uncomfortable when I see the people that I love with a sticky situation in some way. Maybe it's because I'm an empath and I feel others' energy, or maybe it's just because I care a lot about the people in my life. But again, I've come to realize that when they're struggling and I jump in, it's not that helpful if I pretend to come up with a solution about something that I know nothing about. And I've realized for myself that sometimes in this season of my life, when I vent, I'm not looking for somebody to problem solve for me. I am actually not looking for the answers. A lot of the time, all I really need is for somebody to listen. And I've come to realize that sometimes the best thing we can do is simply hold space and listen and provide for somebody a breathing space. And that breathing space is actually enough because when somebody else has a problem, they're wound up. A breathing space actually allows them to breathe through it, to work through it. And we can show up for our people in our lives by just being that space. When they're going through something hard, it can literally say, I hear you. That sounds really hard, period. I'm here to talk. I'm here to listen. But it's really hard for us to do that. And even just thinking about it right now makes me feel uncomfortable because it shifts the conversation back to the person who's in pain. But now that I've given this some time to do, I've really realized that this is the best thing for my human beings when I really don't know the exact solution for them. I think sometimes we find ourselves in codependent relationships, not just with romantic partners, but with friendships as well, because we do like being dependent on each other and needing ourselves. And I've realized that maybe deep down there's this feeling of, okay, I'm a friend. This is what I'm supposed to do. I need to provide this solution. That's how I'm needed and useful. But now that I've taken a step back, I can really say, okay, what's actually going to be healthy for both of us? What doesn't exhaust both of us? What could actually serve the person without inserting my own fear of being not needed by them anymore, right? That's what it boils down to a lot of the time is we don't like seeing our people in pain and we want to take it away. Plus, we're afraid that that if we don't help them, our relationship might shift. Maybe this is subconscious or super subconscious. But now that I've brought it to the top and I've experienced what it's like for somebody to hold breathing space for me, I'm doing it for other people. And it's radically shifting my relationships and it's, it's really changing the energy and relationships to the people in my life. So maybe this is something that 
you um, notice that you're doing in your life. And maybe it's something that you could try on for size two. How can we show up to our friendships in a way that provides valuable, knowing we are deeply valuable friends, even if we don't solve a problem for them? The last thing I'm practicing is finding joy in meaningless things that are actually meaningful. So I put that nothing in quotes because I'm 30 something years old and I've got some exciting stuff in my past. I got married, engaged, had a baby, really big quote unquote milestones. There's still a lot more for me to look forward to in my life of that big stuff. But a lot of that is also behind me. And this might feel a little bit somber, but as we get older, a lot of those future milestones go away. I'm watching a lot of people in my life who are a few generations older than me struggle because their friends aren't alive. There isn't much social interaction. They're certainly not having babies or necessarily thinking about marriage again or marriage necessarily in that same way where you're starting a family and the whole thing. The point is, is that life can feel grim as we get older when the dinner plans aren't flowing and your social calendars aren't packed and the vacation isn't on the horizon in the same way, right? There is a lot more loss and struggle as we get older that we don't have as much in our youth. In our youth, there's so much obvious fun and joy to grab onto. We can say yes to things a lot more easily. So I've realized that we need to practice now while this fun and joy is so readily available to us, taking in that joy from the simple things, feeling that cup of coffee in our hands and saying, yes, this is why I get up in the morning, doing things like needlepoint. My best friend, Shayna, she's my age. And the other day on a Saturday night, she sent me a picture of her doing a needlepoint and she's a mom and she's got two, two kids. And I was going to call her a huge dork until I realized that Shayna is really good at getting older (laughs) and she's doing it happily by finding things that fill her time, but feel good, but are also provide her with comfortable solitude, right? And like I said, I like to joke and say that she's a dork, but I actually really admire that she's able to pick something up and relax and feel content from that. She also has a lot of exciting things going on in her life as we're the same age and all that stuff. But for me, I've realized that I need to get a little bit better with waking up for the simple joys of life so that as life becomes less quote unquote, exciting in the same way, I still feel excited by it. So I ask you to ask yourself, what are you excited about right now? Maybe choose something really big that's going to happen in the future, like going to a wedding or a family member that's going to have a baby, or maybe you're going to have a baby or change a job or whatever it is, right? Get that big one, that big excitement out there. And then also tell me or yourself, what are you excited about for tomorrow? The sun coming up, that cup of coffee, going to the grocery store, whatever it is, can we find more joy in what we may think of as the mundane? Because it's there, it's available for us, but it's a practice that we need to work on now. And I think that's kind of what mindfulness comes down to for me. I know I talk about it a lot with mindful eating, but mindful eating kind of only opened the doors for me for what mindfulness is about. Being grounded in the presence, looking up, noticing what you're feeling, being able to notice your feelings versus be attached to them not to say that I always get that right, has really changed a lot for me. So if you do anything, maybe from this whole thing is become 
more mindful of your experiences. Look up more, have conversations with people, smile, engage with the world in a way that lights you up, knowing that this is all we have right now is all that we have. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of The Truthiest Life, our second ever Lisa Lately. I, of course, want your feedback again. Feel free to reach out to me and let me know what you like. And yeah, I'll see you next week here on The Truthiest Life. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Need an easy button to feed your baby? Baby Bretza's Formula Pro Advanced makes a perfectly mixed warm formula bottle automatically at the push of a button. No air bubbles, no fuss. Literally, choose your temp, select your ounces, push start, and you're done. Works with virtually all formulas and bottles. Say goodbye to the 3 a.m. feeding chaos and hello to this revolutionary stress-free solution. Raising a baby is hard enough. Let Baby Bretza make feeding a breeze. Get your Formula Pro Advanced at babybretza.com.